Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How are you, mate? Ah, oh, good. Good. I'm not, dying, I'm not dying of sweat this week, which is great. It's, I um, don't know about your joint. It's still pretty toasty in here. So, I don't oh. know. Sure, sure, a good show. I look a bit flushed under the cheeks, but I think that could also be because I've got sunburned playing basketball today. Oh, no. Well, it was good to have sunny. Huh? You must have got the one bit of sun that came out today. Yeah, Quite I don't know clouds just that that little bit of difference on the other like for both of us on the opposite side of town makes all the difference um which actually was weird because like it was pissing down at my work the other day and like I, for anyone watching listening i live five minutes away from from where i work just pissing down with rain at work and then five minutes up the road it was hail my street was flooded like there was no flooding or any of that on that on one side of town and on the other it was yeah hail that was crashing in there was uh, flood, like the, our street was flooded thankfully nothing up to the house or anything like that but the street was flooded there was giant trees that kind of lined the, the main road that w- had crashed through people's backyards it was kind of intense but that's that's all irrelevant stuff today we've got a few news pieces that we're going to go through so we're having one of our uh, pat, like our patched updates there or news updates where we kind of go, hit on a few topics one of the biggest ones that uh, we've kind of sat on for a couple of weeks since we had our own patched updates and the patches and all those sorts of things to do uh, is the Activision, Blizzard and Xbox uh, big piece of news there. We'll discuss that. We're not going to go in any sort of crazy depth because everyone's had their say on it so far. Um, and then both of us, is, yeah, you're a Star Wars fan as well, aren't you? So um, yeah. both of us, the Star Wars fans, are going to be talking about a whole lot of Star Wars news that also cropped up in the in the last week as well and some of the impacts of that so before we get to Star Wars which is the the far more exciting thing we'll we'll get the I don't know the very well worn pieces uh, piece of news with the Activision Blizzard and Xbox thing out of the way first so for anyone who has somehow been living under a rock in the last fortnight the biggest transaction in video games ever played out um Activision Blizzard was bought. Activision Blizzard and King, I should say, was bought by Xbox for a sum of sixty-eight point seven. They really should have just rounded off to sixty-nine billion dollars. Um, I know rounded off to sixty-nine would be another three hundred million dollars, and if I saw that much money in my ever, I'd faint. Well, let's let's be honest. Is it really that much for Xbox? By the sounds of it, like oh yeah, yeah, have an extra three million. No, so let's let's hit on that little bit out of, out of the gate first. They will earn that money back before the ink even dries on the deal. So the deal isn't going to... Assuming everything goes ahead and that there's no monopoly stuff or antitrust or any of those sorts of kind of American business things that need to be assessed. Or our heroes, the European Union. Oh, yeah, they, they could stomp it down too. Let's let's hope that they do the job. Some Someone... Let's hope somewhere... Oh, no, sorry, I shouldn't say let's... Well, yes, yes, I am. It's not, not coming from a place of... It's not coming from a place of PlayStation fanboys in this time around. Or oh, this place? That is a 10 cent coin. Oh. <laughs> um, so. Oh, shit, I've just forgotten where I was going with it. Um, no, nah, it's gone. Yeah, make, it, ba- make it back. Make it back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, they will actually make that money back. Microsoft as a, as a company, because of course they've got their, the Azure, they've got Office, all those sorts of things. They will make that money back before the contract actually is signed and finalized in mid 2023 that's how profitable consistently profitable microsoft is that the money will already be back in their pocket or like they will earn the money that they need to spend 
in the time it takes to get to that date, which is just crazy. And probably way more than that as well. But that, like that's that's what happens when you're Microsoft and I guess you and Apple are the two biggest companies in the world. I assume Apple's the next uh, the biggest alongside them. Um, but yes. you can just throw cash around and it doesn't matter. Just what I call just loose change in your car. That's pretty much what this is. Yeah. Satya Nadella oh, just gone, oh shit, there, there's so, a oh, 70 billion check in my po- uh, in uh, down the side of the couch. What do you want to buy, Phil? Yeah, 69 billion. Let me get my checkbook out. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Who do you want to made out to? Do you want it to, like, Phil? Do you want it as a Christmas bonus? Or do you, like, what, what are we talking here? Oh, you want to buy a company. Right, okay. So, yeah, it's it's been a pretty, like, it's been a heavily discussed topic. There's a whole bunch of different perspectives on the whole thing. Like I said, there's kind of business slash legal stuff that people have been dissecting that I don't think either of us really know enough about being kind of non-Americans and this being a thing involving American companies with uh, antitrust and monopolies. I think we've got a kind of an idea about, but especially the board game monopoly experts at monopoly. Oh, absolutely uh, experts. But I think, like, I think more the the impacts of what it means for PlayStation, for Xbox, for Nintendo, for gamers themselves. I think is maybe one of the more important things. Where do you stand on the whole the whole situation? Well, to start off with, I thought it was. One big joke. I thought so I was just stuffing around thinking, oh, Xbox purchased Blizzard and Activision. I thought, yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, good idea. Good good one. Good one. Being it is the internet and everything. Then about, I don't know, about 20 other outlets just said the same thing. I thought, ah. Oh. oh, no. <laughs> that, it actually is real. This ain't no joke. I thought, I just, just scratched my head. I thought, wow, it looks like anyone has a price. Any company. Look, I mean... Their price was cheaper than usual with all the with all the stuff that had been going on over the last twelve months, the um, the staff treatment and harassment and all those sorts of things. It did mean that Activision's uh, value had gone down significantly, um, but and apparently it was actually Bobby Kotick that went to Microsoft with the idea. It wasn't Microsoft trying to initially trying to sweep in and just go, oh, we'll pick off these guys cheap. Now they ultimately did, and I think they're very happy to do so. But it sounds like it was actually Bobby Kotick shopping things around and. The thing that's upset a lot of people is that with this deal being the way it is, that he will be basically shown the door once the once the deal's done, but he'll walk out with a money. yeah. I think it was like a two hundred and fifty million dollar payout. The amount of money, just for perspective for people, the amount of money that Bobby Kotick will walk out with when he's shown the door when this deal is done in about a year and change from now, is more than what Sony spent on buying Insomniac games. Like they bought an entire studio for less than what Bobby Kotick's going to walk wow. away with, and it's one of the best studios in the business. On one guy, and that's one guy. On one scumbag guy. Yeah, and he's a piece of shit. So, uh, go figure. What do you think it means for the whole Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, the the console wars, Game Pass, all those sorts of things? Well, let's be honest. If you're a Nintendo fan, you probably don't care. I know I saw something on the internet. It was a, if you remember Mr. Bean, he's there at a fair, eating a cupcake. His car gets run over by a tank. The <laughs> tank is Xbox purchasing Blizzard Activision. The car is PlayStation fans. And the Mr. Bean and the cake is just Nintendo fans. Because, let's be honest, they if it's going to be an Activision they. game, it's just going to be a Nintendo exclusive game most of the time. Yeah. If it was. Yeah, I think the only thing, like the things that I guess Nintendo fans are missing are, with with the deal being what it, what it is now, 
they're missing out on the potential to get Crash, Spyro, those sorts of things. Call of Duty's not really... Not it doesn't Nintendo. matter. They haven't released one on a Nintendo platform for quite some time. Maybe since the Wii? I don't know if there was any that came to the, oh, game, no, uh, to the Wii U. No, I'd definitely say the Wii. Ah, yeah, the Wii. Definitely the Wii. Yeah, so it's it's been a long time for for Nintendo when it comes to Call of Duty. So really it's about, yeah, those mascot platformers, Crash, Spyro. Um, I think maybe we got some Diablo stuff. So we maybe got a little bit of Blizzard stuff on there. But yeah, you're right. Like it really doesn't doesn't impact them too much at all. It does do a lot of damage potentially to, to Sony though. Um, Call of Duty, uh, Vanguard being the 2021 release. And was it a Black Ops? Yeah, Black Ops that came four? out the year before. I think Black was Ops. it four, three, four. Yeah, four, or, four. Or Cold, or Cold War. Cold War. Yeah, that's right. Cold War. Because um, they've had five Black Ops games. Say, I'll just I'll just name off every single Call of Duty. Warfare, Some, something will click Cold eventually. War, whatever the other ones. In, Infinite Warfare, okay. World War Two. One, World two, the the thing that I get like really hurts PlayStation is the firstly on the hip pocket um, because Call of Duty they take a thirty percent chunk out of every game that's sold on PlayStation whether it's a game they make or not and then Call of Duty Vanguard and Black Ops uh, Cold War were the two, number one and number two selling games of twenty twenty one so imagine if they're not making any of that money anymore like thirty percent of every single one of those sales they they're not going to get. Now, well, Phil Spencer has come out and said that they are going to get the 2022, 2023, and apparently a Warzone 2, because apparently you can, like one Battle Royale, Call of Duty Battle Royale is not enough. But apparently they'll get those games, and then he was very vague about everything after that. So you have to assume that the, the marketing deal that PlayStation had with Activision ends at the end of 2023. Well, they better start promoting all the other games on their PlayStation store then. Yeah. Do you reckon... PlayStation will actually, and other platforms, let's just say hypothetically in the future, Nintendo has a console that actually, like a Switch 2 actually could run a Call of Duty game. Um, do you see Xbox allowing Call of Duty on other platforms like Minecraft, or do you see him being more like, obviously, anything Bethesda related? I don't think so. I honestly think for a smart eye purpose, I would still have Call of Duty games on all consoles. Yeah, I'd agree. It's no brainer. I think it's all about money. All about yeah, and everyone plays it. Like you, like you said, with PlayStation, it's one of the top selling games behind Grand Theft Auto Five for the last eight years. But no, Call of Duty's still been the number one seller every year for the last thirteen years. It's just that Call uh, that GTA has been like number two. For every like, single one of those years it and it was just one game as opposed to a brand new game every year it just won't go away it won't go away and you're never going to get a GTA 6 until you stop buying GTA yeah, 5 stop so please stop stop playing multiplayer stop playing the bloody game and stop buying it stop That's it bullshit you're not going to get it but yeah they, they lose all of the that 30% cut from tens of millions of you know copies per year from Call of Duty and the previous year not to mention any of the older ones that might still sell as well they lose all of that so that's not good for PlayStation but then you know it's also not good for Xbox because they PlayStation is still the number one platform out there and that may change because of all these sorts of deals but like that's money left on the table and I don't think the amount of Game Pass subscribers you get especially the number of people that manage to subscribe for 
you know a dollar a month or for five dollars a month like those cheap rates and then find a way to exploit loopholes to continue to do it i don't think you're gonna make your money back if you keep it exclusive to xbox now again does microsoft care so much like they probably don't um if they start making more money from game pass the yeah i don't know there's some weird tipping points for xbox as well like netflix was a company that was posting millions billions dollars of losses every year until i don't know it was like two years ago i think something like that where they finally broke even with all like they were finally generating enough money to offset all the stuff that they were spending on their original programming well that's what happens when you buy every try to buy every franchise like seinfeld well there's that hey hey millions for that for just a tv show but I think what, what they did, though, and what ultimately worked for them is they bought so many of these things, and yes, it cost them a lot in the short term, or it was a fairly long term for a while, but like it cost them a lot of money, but it eventually got to a point where people were like, well, I can't go without Netflix now, because if I want to watch Seinfeld, I need Netflix. If I want to watch you know, this, I need Netflix. If I want to watch this, I need Netflix. You know, the, no matter what your interest might be, Netflix has got something that you want to watch. And- what is this game about squids? Yeah, people will be oh, interested yeah, squid about game. that. And all yeah, that. and the internet does a whole bunch of the work for them as well. When it, you know this game, this this shows the biggest thing ever. People are losing their shit over it, and so people go, "Oh, all right, I'll check it out. I'll sign up to Netflix again, or I'll, you know, yeah, re up no, my oh, Netflix." Then, oh, Squid Game stole Sony's idea. Like, no, they're just they're shapes. Shapes yeah. have been around for years. It's like yes, all your standard shapes have points or around. Yeah, so get over it. Um, Stop it. So, yeah, I think, like, you have to imagine they're trying to go for a similar sort of thing um, where if they just get as many companies on board, whether they own the, uh, the companies or like they did with Ubisoft about a week before they announced the Activision thing, they said, okay, uh, you know, Rainbow Six Extraction's here. Um, Ubis- other Ubisoft games, like their Ubisoft Plus, Ubisoft, whatever their little um, yeah, it's probably a plus. EA Play Everything, Game Pass style thing. Up bloody plus these days yeah well they all just in that case they're all just knocking off playstation plus but anyway um soft connect i think it is yeah connect is a kind of a different thing but i think plus is like the streaming yeah yeah. i think anyway someone correct us in the comments but they're like they're being super strategic about it like they already locked down ea play and so you like ea games basically are just free on game pass ubisoft they teed up a deal even though they don't own Ubisoft. And then they went and bought the kind of final of the really, really big ones. Obviously, they already had Bethesda as well. Um, they bought the final of the really big ones. So now, if you're a someone who's tossing up between Xbox and PlayStation, it's pretty hard not to think, oh, I'll go to Xbox and then I'll subscribe to Game Pass. And I think if they get enough of those people like, oh, I'm into Call of Duty, boom, I'm in. Or, or I'm into, you know, I mean, what happens... Like, with Blizzard coming across, maybe you don't have to subscribe the old way anymore. Like you, just, instead, you just subscribe to Game Pass. You get World of Warcraft access, you know, for Xbox on Game Pass on PC. But you then get this massive library as well, so you're in. And you know, you want to might be a Mass Effect fan. Well, EA Play's got you in there. You might be you just big on indies and Xbox. Is, like they've got, in the same way that we just spoke about Netflix, they've got something for everyone, pretty close to it anyway. Um, and so people just. King. They've got a PlayStation game on there. One. Oh yeah, MLB. Yeah, right. They've they've even stolen play the even PlayStation games are there. So actually, you've hit on a good thing there. Is there a point 
where let, let's assume that Call of Duty is exclusive. Obviously, the Bethesda games are already exclusive, will be exclusive. Um, do you ever see PlayStation allowing Game Pass on the platform? Like, if things are starting to go, if things are starting to get a little bit dicey for them, do you see them go, all right, we'll let Game Pass on there? I hope not. That just doesn't feel right. It really doesn't. Well, it doesn't. It means, it, it means it's an Xbox One. That's yeah, it means they've won. But, and, and people have kind of discussed this a little bit, is that all three of those big console manufacturers are kind of playing a different game. Nintendo's just, you know, they're after your casuals and they got you with the handhelds and all those sort of things. PlayStation's kind and, of playing the, the very traditional classic, model. And your classic games, which that everyone too. seems yeah. to love. Something um, that Sony, people have been asking Sony to do for years and they've just done. Oh, we're going to get to that as well shortly. Um PlayStation's kind of playing the very traditional sort of thing. They want to sell you the box and then they're going to get you with all their exclusives. And their Xbox is obviously turning themselves into basically Game Pass. I think Xbox is pretty happy for the, the Xbox console to disappear at some point. They're ta- already talking about a, a USB stick that goes into your TV or an app that's just built into your TV so that you can just stream straight into the thing. Now, obviously, not everyone can do that yet. but And that's why their Xbox console might still live on for another 10 years despite everything they might be trying to do. Maybe they'll be uh, the Xbox glasses. Yeah. Outdo, Google, outdo Google's absolute dismal efforts of Yeah, the Google Glass. Or Google Glasses or whatever they called them, yeah. yeah like, Google Goggles. I don't know. Like, I, I reckon Xbox would be very keen to turn around. Like, if, if PlayStation was willing, they would go, you want it? Great. Um, and PlayStation would probably have to say, well, we need a, a very PlayStation-specific thing. Like, we can't take all these indies and stuff because we're trying to sell them on our store we can't let you like people go buy buy a playstation console but then subscribe to game pass and so the only thing people buy are going to be the playstation exclusives because everything else they can just get on game pass they're not going to want that too, and the other thing too you don't want to it just seems we're playing gears of war halo on a playstation i know you can play use the controller on your pc and all that but yeah, i've been doing that it just it just doesn't feel right no you're right so, but I think those are the only things that they'll actually allow. So, you, like, if if it were to happen, PlayStation would say fine, but it's only the stuff that our people, like our PlayStation fans, can't get. So, Halo, Gears, Call of Duty, Elder Scrolls, blah blah blah. Some indie that's also releasing on out, like that's on PSN, but it's also on Game Pass. We don't want that because we want to still make our thirty percent cut from the sale. So, it might be this curated playstation version that allows they, they allow them on but it's not like it's it's on their terms but i think regardless like that's a long way away because playstation's still the top dog despite everything playstation's still the top dog so things would need to continue to go south for them to even consider it what happens when you have different colored controllers and bloody base plates people go crazy for it yeah exactly. i have a blue one i have a red one i have a white one i've well, got the purple one. controller Oh. My wife loves it, so. This is like Pokemon. Oh, yeah, got to catch them all. Got to like, get them all. Like them all. I am tempted to go get the, the blue and the pink one just to continue that because I do have everything else at this point. We'll see. I'm not going to rush. Oh, they're going to release more and you're going, oh, man. Yeah. It's so, color wheel of controllers. <laughs> so another question for you is, does PlayStation punch back? A lot of people are going, well, maybe it's their time to go and buy a by a publisher and they can like contrary to popular opinion they can actually afford to do this their market cap's ridiculous they, they can afford to buy another publisher they could afford to buy EA if they wanted to wouldn't it would almost run and broke um, but they they could do it 
so nothing's nothing's unavailable to them for the most part should they will they i guess they're two very different things should they but do you think they will they should but i really hope they don't i yeah. really hope because it might like you said it might just put them under i don't i don't want to see that by EA and then all of a sudden oh, I don't think EA is the one but no. I use that as the example because they're actually the outside of Activision before all this they were the one that co- they're now the one that costs the most if you want a big publisher EA is the, the most expensive one of the lot it's interesting their market cap's like 38 million next best is take two at like eight, sorry not 38 million 38 billion um, and take two That's is next just... is 18 billion despite the fact that they have GTA is that what the biggest game in the world and they're second <coughs> well they were third all those microtransactions just didn't get them over it's because they haven't put out a GTA 6 they wouldn't be there 18 billion they'd be 36 Imagine. billion if they actually put out a new game but they're just nickel and dime GTA 6 would be 4th will be 100 billion imagine people buying the game and also buying your microtransactions but they're not they're just focusing on the microtransactions dumbasses but anyway like yeah, they could afford to buy Take Two. There's all the Japanese publishers; they could afford to do them pretty easily as well. Um, so you don't think they should? And I agree with you on that. I ha- I'm so over this whole buying spree that all these companies are on. But do you think they will? And if so, who do you think it's going to be? Um, Ubisoft. So their market cap's like seven billion. So they could afford to do them and. La- like just laugh at everyone afterwards there goes your Assassin's Creed games there goes your Rainbow Six games Splinter Cell oh dear that's going to be a shame hey Xbox you know that deal that Ubisoft just signed with Extraction all those rip that up they're, they're not going to be they're not going to play nice like Xbox and go oh we'll honour all the contracts if they steal a company they're just going to tear everything up it's like right take that off oh that Rainbow Six game you had oh too bad yeah. better take that library if they have to pay like if there's a payout that they'd have to make to microsoft in order to you know cancel the deal then they'll they'll do that and go nah but you will make it back because everyone's going to have to come to us now to play assassin's creed or whatever so yeah i think ubisoft's a good option the one for me and now, now this is me sticking my hat on trying to imagine myself as a playstation executive and what is going to give me maximum bang for the buck and it's one that's not been discussed overly much. And in fact, like I, I had a big conversation with this uh, with Buddy Watson on his show, Radio Watson, when on like the day that the news broke or the day after the news broke. Um, so please go check out Radio Watson on podcast services. Uh, about an hour and a, an hour and twenty of us talking about it. But I didn't think of it then. I've only I've only thought about it since. Warner Brothers, which obviously they were shopping oh, themselves yeah. around last year. Oh yeah, we'll talk about this last yeah. year. PlayStation. Now yeah, they they ended up kind of taking themselves off the market but I think if the right buyer comes along with the right amount of money they could that could still happen um, and I reckon like if you're PlayStation they would be a really really smart one to go for because when you when you make a purchase like that sure you get kind of traditional game franchises franchises like Mortal Kombat and that sort of thing but what you also get are three uh-huh. of the biggest non-gaming licenses in the world you get DC so you get all the Batman games you know you could just take Wonder Woman that's coming that's exclusive you like any other any other DC game it's just yours Gotham um, Knights Gotham Suicide Knights Squad. Suicide Squad for example yeah those would end up coming because they've already announced for the for Xbox as well so 
I think those would probably be your Deathloop and and Ghostwire sort of stories. But um, they would get Harry Potter because Warner Brothers mm-hmm. obviously owns Harry Potter. Yeah. So all your Harry Potter uh, dorks come around, uh, come have to come to your console. They get Lord of the Rings and oh, everything yes. that comes with that. They own the rights to Lego. Like they get Ooh. so the, there's the kid market address. Like they would be. And, and let's games. let's keep in mind that they are tightly aligned with Disney as well for Marvel stuff. Now, obviously, there's you know things like Avengers, Avengers, and that sort of stuff is multi-plat Guardians of the Galaxy, but they've got Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Ooh. they've got Wolverine, Ooh. and then those other two that are multi-plat that are still like Avengers. As much as it ended up being shit, was kind of more tightly aligned with PlayStation. There was a marketing deal there, so people thought of that as a PlayStation game. Guardians of the Galaxy is the only real exception. So they'll be kind of like that. You bring in all that DC and Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and Lego stuff on top of this associated thing with Marvel and also Star Wars. Again, you know, KOTOR's exclusive. Like they've got. Oh, yes. So. Like all of those giant pop culture things that exist outside of games are all would, would all be tied to PlayStation at that point. All those people, if they're going to get into games, they're going to have to buy a PlayStation. And also, what is a big fan base? <laughs> All of those. They're massive fan bases. Disney, yes. So, Just I think that would be a very smart purchase if you're, if you're PlayStation. And if you went to Disneyland, there'd be PS5s everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Disney World, Disneyland, the Disney place in... Was it Tokyo? Is there one in Japan? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's Tokyo yeah, there's, Disney. There you yeah. go. There. It's basically just Australia and Antarctica are the only continents that don't have a Disney World. I think. Oh, we have Warner Brothers. I'm sure South America has one. Warner Brothers movie. I'm sure World. Africa probably has one. Hollywood on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Yeah, we get Movie World. Woohoo. Tony's going to own that if that's the case. But it is Warner yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Right. I didn't even think about that. I'm not so that I'm not so concerned by that. Keep in mind, they're not buying Warner Brothers. They'd be wa- buying Warner Brothers. There's no way they could, they could never afford Warner Brothers as a company. It was Warner Brothers games that was being shipped off. That they were looking to potentially offload all that, so they'd inherit all those licenses. So that would be huge for them. Like if they were to do one, it'd be that. Obviously, a lot of people talk about buying up the Japanese publishers and that sort of thing, and that makes sense as well. But I think if you want to actually punch back, Warner Brothers might be the best bet. Ubisoft would follow, and geez, if you got Take Two and lock down GTA, GTA remember, Six, G- yeah, GTA Six, GTA Six. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you buy them, you turn around and say, "Enough of this shit." Give us right. a new game because we expect that you'll sell 150 no, when, million copies say, again. When, when you sign this contract, we're pulling the plug on GTA Online. No, just, no, just we want to see a GTA Online 2 that comes along with GTA 6. No more GTA oh, no. Online. It needs no, to move no, on. GTA Online would be replaced with a trailer of GTA 6 until it comes out. Exactly. So, yeah, go, go figure. Um, I guess another little thing to kind of layer on top uh, is that since the acquisition, Blizzard has announced that they're working on a brand new franchise, which is kind of cool for them. Um, I wonder if like that's the, oh, great, we've got our new corporate overlords soon. Let's just announce this thing. It's a good look for us. On top of everything else, it's a good look. So maybe it's maybe there's that too. It's called E3. Yeah. And um, this, the time, other... this time it won't be a wheelbarrow of money. It'll be a truckload of money. Yeah. Maybe four. Yeah, for sure. So the other the other bit of news that we were going to focus on was all the Star Wars stuff because this week it was announced uh, that Respawn themselves announced that they are working on three Star Wars games. Now remember, like EA 
had Star Wars exclusively for about a decade. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was a part of that. Battlefront uh, Squadrons. Is that the flying one? Yes. Yes. Squadrons. Um, And then we've seen since then, since this contract has expired, we've seen Ubisoft announce one coming from the team that did The Division. We've got the Heavy Rain developed title. uh, Sorry, the Quantic Dream developed title. The people who made Heavy Rain. Eclipse that we saw at the Game Awards. Uh, There's even a Zynga game that's coming to Switch. A what? Um, A Zynga game? A Zynga developed game. Like Zynga, that shitty mobile company. The one that Don Matrick, the one who screwed up Xbox One's launch. He went across there, screwed up Zynga for a while. They used to make... Fa- they, they make Farmville. Oh, right. If that helps. But they're working, on a, they're working on a Star Wars game that apparently a few people are saying actually looks pretty good and it's a Switch game. It's not a um, mobile game. Oh, is that game, the free the one? Knowledge. Maybe. Is that the free one? I don't know. And also, this year, Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. So, I mean, obviously that was still going on the side. That was always seemed to be this weird exception to the rules. But yeah, Lego's different. So, um, given all that was going on, it's, it's interesting to see... I mean, we all assumed that Jedi Fallen Order was going to get a sequel regardless, but it's interesting to see that EA is still getting a little bit of love. It's just one developer specifically. No, no I don't think it's EA. It's just Respawn. Not Because they're, the they're the best damn team in the world at the moment. Let's Pretty just, just remember, EA had two other games called Battlefront. Yeah, that was shit. Uh, rubbish. And then they forced the poor developers to apologise and say, sorry, but we're going to make a new game. Then that got scrapped. Yeah. And then Respawn came. Poor Amy Henny. And um, then... So, yeah, we, I mean, uh, oh, sorry, and there's KOTOR. Though obviously, we, we spoke oh, yeah. about that before. That's coming back. Um, so, in the case of Respawn, they announced three games. They announced that there's going to be a Jedi Fallen Order sequel. They didn't slap a two on it but you know some sort of follow-up to that uh they announced an fps which is kind of their their bread and butter i mean the, keep in mind these this is the team that's built from yes. call of duty veterans they they like vince ampella and co were the ones that invented modern like call of duty modern warfare basically what call of duty is these days they came up with titanfall apex like they know they know their way around a first person shooter they even did um medal of honor on vr a couple of years back oh yeah so they know they know what they're doing um they're in a first person shooter and then a tactics game that is a partnership with a new studio that is made up of a whole bunch of ex people who worked on XCOM. oh but that's in the star wars universe as well so and this studio announced themselves to the world a week like a week ago and then the announcement came a few days after so like it was like here we're a new studio and boom we're working with respawn on this so go figure but what do you think about all this Star Wars? Is it too much? <coughs> yes. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Especially where what we got. Respawn making three new games, which is fine. I'm glad we get a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order because it is a good game. It's a great yeah, game. Yeah, it's amazing. Then, but this, yeah, like I said, like, it's, uh, like you say, in 20 years there's been a whole lot of Star Wars games most of them have been rubbish rubbish except for Lego Star Wars because it's pretty much just following the movie with a bit of its own oh look things like Super Star Wars on the Super Nintendo and all the like Empire and Return of the Jedi are all pretty good as well there's been lots of good games over the journey obviously KOTOR back in the day too there's been there's been the old Battlefronts not the new ones the old Battlefronts like they've had plenty of good ones but you're right in what you're saying now putting out so many that some are bound to be good but there's also a lot that are shit yeah. or just middling 
But I'm just f announcing. Just what we got? Five, four. <coughs> Lego, Lego Star Wars Eclipse. The Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Yeah. Whatever that comes, we don't know. The Ubisoft one, and God knows what else. There'll be some counterfeit one somewhere. Yeah, there'll be. I mean, there's gonna be more. Like that's that's reality. We know like there's more out there. We just don't know what they are yet. It's a lot. And I, I tweeted it out when that news first came up and conveniently and hand, maybe handy for our conversation is Matt Hewson, Player 2 editor, pop, piped up and said, I'd be happy if they put out 30 a year if they were good. Now, That's the thing. If. If they were good. If if they were good was a was a good, uh, you know, was a good starting point. He also then highlighted and said, yeah, but it's still just... It's, he said it's too many. He goes, oh, you're clearly a kid. You, you were clearly a kid from the 90s. I'm like, yeah, I'm a kid from the 90s. But yeah, we've got to keep in mind there's the quality aspect. They're not going to be able to like even if they um, even if there was thirty games coming out, they're not all going to be good. It's just not not possible, and it's too much. Like there's like some of these developers are so creative and so skilled, and it's not that Star Wars is a shit franchise because it's one of my favorites. In fact, probably film stuff, it's probably my favorite. But you can have too much of a good thing, and I think we had that back in the nineties. Matt was making the comic because he you know kind of suggested that i'd missed missed the glory days of the super nintendo and i absolutely didn't um like but i think you can have too much of a good thing and it does stop like there's other good ideas that could come through that just get lost because you're just milking a license and it's exactly what we see in films these days with marvel and with star wars and dc and all that like no one really even knows about what else is coming out outside of the next marvel movies and dc movies and harry potters and all those like it's all a big franchise and it Bond as and well, it, like it's just, I don't know. And even and even if it is a movie that could be good, no one cares because Spider Man's come out. Everyone wants to go see Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, just they get lost. Even if it's a movie way better than Spider Man, they still go see Spider Man. Yeah, I could so, deal with a couple of years. I'd be yeah, okay with that if it if it works out to be two or three. I can deal. Well, not what, but not Especially five or. Six. Yeah. Especially if they're two or three high high quality ones. If I'm getting one every three to four months, it's like it's it's a pill that I could swallow. But if it starts to get anywhere beyond that, and even two or three is kind of on the edge, two or three is right on the edge as well. Like I'd be happy with one to two probably. Hell, even one. Give me one amazing Star Wars game a year, I'd be stoked. One good Star Wars game, and no one is going to think about all those shitty games that got made in previous years. Yeah. Just remember, well, this year alone, there's going to be nine Star Wars games because of Lego Star Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Sure. I'll, I'll pay that. But on the one bundle, and probably will add up to a little length of one normal game anyway. Yeah, probably. To be honest. Yeah, but there's like 45 chapters in it. So, like, it's a, it's a, it's going to be a big game, this Lego Star Wars. It's now, we've learned, it's coming out in April, I think. Um, Not May. No, I think I think it's missed, yeah, not what a, yeah, not, what not a missed opportunity. Missed what opportunity, a missed opportunity. Come on, clearly so, not Star Wars fans. There, one game that isn't launching is an old favorite of so many people, Star Wars thirteen thirteen, and we saw some new footage of it uh, this week. Obviously, it's this game is dead and buried. It's you know people kind of digging out old footage and those sort of things. All the all the archivalists and those sort of things that are doing some doing some digging. I was super excited for this game back in the day. Did you ever follow it all that much? No, never back knew about it until it popped up. It was 20, oh, right, 2012, okay. 2012 was around the time it got purchased by... That was when it was announced, and yes, 
It died so because of scrapped. the Disney so Lucas, purchase. So was it Lucas Arts? Just it went down with Lucas Arts. Went down with Lucas. Yeah, with Lucas basically. Um, which which is a shame because you know I, every, with everything I've just said, thirteen thirteen looked incredible and deserved to exist. So, and I'm sure that like thirteen thirteen perhaps even inspired a little bit of what was going on with Amy Hedick's title, which also got scrapped. The visceral one that got visceral killed as well. So uh, what did we what did we get instead of a thirteen thirty or bounty hunter game? Battlefront. Battlefront. Yeah. Microtransactions, everyone. Oh, and by the way, there's no single player. Yeah. That's a, that's one thing you don't do. Hey, and buy all the your favorite characters for uh, I don't know how much. Oh, you want Kylo Ren? Ah, oh, you have to pay for it. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks on top of an eighty dollar game. Want Darth Vader? Fifty bucks, because you're that silly to purchase it. And you would do it, yeah. And you would do it. And yeah, what do you get it for? It? Nothing. So yeah, on the thirteen thirteen side, it's it it's really cool, I guess, to see what the game kind of looked like in action. Uh, there was always like there was obviously little bits that we saw from the trailer from from years and years ago back in twenty twelve. But it was interesting to kind of see how the game was shaping up, and even the state it was in. Like the, you know, there's a lot of sections where it's just like flat environments grids and all those sorts of things no textures on them no lumps and bumps and environmental stuff added to it so you can kind of get a bit of insight as to where the game was at when it was finally killed so it's really interesting in that respect and it's a shame because yeah that's like we had a good five to six seven years of just shit star wars games and that could have could have been there as like the one shining beacon of hope but well you no good. know you might Considering that most of Star Wars TV shows these days are bounty hunters, bounty, bounty hunters, or, or what was it say, bounty hunters, bounty like. hunters, bounty hunters. So you never know. Yeah, it could come back. There is the demand. Like people lose their mind over the, the game every time it's discussed. So surely that's noticed. Like oh, maybe we do it. But you also got to remember, Star Wars fans get very angry if you don't do what they want. They want Star Wars fans like, are dickheads. Uh, they're, uh, yeah, they're my was it number three or number two worst fan base. Was Behind who again? Uh, Trump supporters and PlayStation fans. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! But, but it's like, oh, we want a Kenobi movie. Oh, yeah. What did you say? A Han Solo movie? No, we don't want a Han Solo movie. It's and the it movie turned nobody out a lot wanted. of people like Solo. Not very good. It was rubbish. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, look, things do seem like they're going pretty well in, t- in the quality department, but yeah, the the oversaturation can be an issue. And thirteen, thirteen, bring it back somehow. Rebrand it if just, you need to. I just bring up a petition or something. Petitions work sometimes. Except oh. for Days Gone. Oh, no, no saving that. It's Days Gone is as dead as the freakers that are in it. Well, Eric- maybe go fund me and just give it a different name. Yeah. Yeah, Jongo, bet. That'll do. No, no one's gonna fall. No one's gonna fall for that. Um, well, I reckon that's about it then. We've hit on a few few topics there. Uh, Star Wars one we like uh, deeply, but yep, got well, some just, things to resolve. Okay. And the Blizzard one. Just, Star Wars things. You'll win me over if you just give me a Yoda game, a Mandalorian game where you can play. Like you can, you can call... play as the the child. Just give me a Yoda simulator. I don't care. 
Yoda simulator. It's going to happen. If it hasn't happened already, it's going to happen. As I knock my mic and yeah. computer and everything. Just got to just got to be excited over a Yoda simulator. Um, whatever his name is. Yeah, I actually am a bit behind on still Mandalorian. So oh, you haven't you haven't got up to the best part yet? No, no. Um, no, not that part. There's a I think there's a better part in the Mandalorian, not the final part, the one that everyone spoiled on the internet. Yeah, there's another part where no one spoiled it. It was great. Well, for me, it was great. I thought it was the best thing ever. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to it. I've just, I've just got to get there. I've just got to find some time to stop playing games and watch something passive and not fall asleep through it. Um, and, of course, there's the Activision Blizzard Xbox component as well, which is... We're going to be talking about that for another 12 months. So let us know all your thoughts on all those things that we've discussed today. Drop them in the comments on the YouTube channel or hit us up on social media. That'll be fantastic. Um, and thanks for tuning in for an episode that was two topics that went for 40-odd minutes anyway. So... Um, it was a good time we've got a few ideas that we're kicking around for some potential ideas going forward so uh, with, with the show and some fun kind of activities we can get involved with maybe we can even rope in a few guests for some of that fun as well um, so stay, stay tuned for some of that uh, a lot of people like tier maker and those sort of things we might do some rankings a bit like our gears one but a bit more formalised going forward um, it's great because I don't like ranking games it's too difficult yeah, but when we've got something there and we can work it out together and then people can scream at us in the comments, it'll be good fun. Hey, maybe we could rank all the Star Wars games. Holy shit. That will be a seven-hour podcast. I wonder if someone on Tier Maker has actually created that with I every single Star me. Wars game. It's got to be out there. Surprise. Um, all right, that's it. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons are down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video at the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patched, Player 2 Plays, gamer school and a whole bunch more not platched um platched. awesome awesome stuff there so please subscribe and go check it out visit the website player2.net.au for reviews previews opinion pieces news features links to the podcast series patched the player 2 podcast and dev diary also on the review side as we announced on the player 2 social channels the other day uh we are playing horizon forbidden west at the moment for review thank you to playstation for that can't share any thoughts about it at the moment there's an embargo in the future so when when we say we, it's just you, myself, and, and Jess, um, are both are both playing the game at the moment for some review stuff. So on the patch podcast feed on the YouTube channel, look forward to a review discussion in the future. Look forward to player two plays dedicated to it, and then look forward to Jess's written review on the website somewhere in the future. Um, I guess the release is like two and a half weeks away, so sometime soon. You don't have that long to wait. Um, we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter. Matto? Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for me. The website's player2au. And until next time, you've also got another review discussion that's coming right up, I think maybe later today even, about Dying Light 2. Oh, sounds like one of those new things. Like, we've got a review coming up right now. Yeah, cut. <laughs>